How's it going, guys? Um, welcome to my first ever podcast. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, honestly. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> this morning, I woke up and I had a really like bad wake up voice, you know? And I just started like talking, right? As if I'm recording, but I didn't like press record. And I was just talking to myself basically. But I was so chill and stuff. And I felt good because like when I'm not recording, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't feel this pressure or anything. But I don't know. It's like an unconscious type of pressure when you start recording. So I need to get used to that. So guys, um... My name is Jana Termos, as y'all probably know, you don't, but I mean, I guess the first people who are going to be listening, <laughs> who are going to be listening to this are my friends, so they do know my name, so like, I don't need to like elaborate, but yeah, I'm this person who, who's like a very like, um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm a talkative person, so, like, I'll either talk for hours or not talk at all. It depends on who I'm with, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, but, like, I have the ability to talk for a very long time and, like, genuinely, like, be entertained and, like, just entertain myself. And also, like, I'm the type of person who has so many thoughts and, like, thinks about everything, analyzes everything. And that's why I'm also a writer. I write a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, I like writing. It's, a, it's like if you're not like talking your feelings out, then writing is like the the better option. Um, so, yeah, like I've decided to just start a podcast because I watch a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've been getting so much inspiration. And I just like I just want to do it, you know, like. I genuinely, sorry guys, sometimes I will stutter and not know how to talk, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be sorry actually, I ain't gonna like pause it, but yeah, I genuinely like have passion for this thing, you know, and you know what, there's so many things to talk about in life that, that sometimes you just gotta like put it out there, and if you believe in your words and in your wisdom, then you gotta do something about it, you know. And also, sometimes you'll see me, like, switch into certain accents. I don't know why I do that, but I just do. And it's kind of fun and, like, it kind of, like, just breaks the ice. So, so let's get into the first segment of this podcast. Um, to whoever's listening... I'm honestly kind of nervous, like, I don't know, it's good to be nervous, you know, it's not like the bad type of nervous, but it's just like, this is, this is good for me, like, it's, it's good to let out what I'm, honestly, I don't even know what I'm saying, I just, (laughs) I just think that, like, a first leap into something, you're always going to be nervous, so this is one of those things, I, like, I genuinely just want to start doing something, so, um yeah i don't even have a setup or anything it's just like i just want to know what it feels like to genuinely like sit down have your own space and like 
just talk but like talk and have a message behind what you're saying and talk for a purpose so yeah um i'm from lebanon i was i i grew up here and i was like i lived here my whole life so but i was born in, in the u.s and so yeah i'm half american but the thing is like i literally don't know anything about where i was born like no i know where i was born but like i don't know anything like i never saw i don't, I don't remember anything from from that time i was born there stayed there for like two years but like not even two years like <laughs> like 1.8 or something and then we came to lebanon and we just stayed here my whole family's from lebanon and if you don't know lebanon it's a very small country it's um lebanon is something you know it's uh struggling a lot right now with so many things and it's hurting and it's a broken country but i'm a part of it and i have a strong connection to it um and so does every other like lebanese person it's a beautiful country and it's uh it's going through shit right now so yeah kind of sad but you know we're, we're still living like life goes on life goes on and on and on sorry guys had to put that in there um so yeah and i have to say you know i'm an athlete like that's a part of my identity that's a part of who i am <laughs> guys please let me be i'm an athlete okay sorry what is wrong with me sometimes i don't know like i don't know i just like switch up but yeah um i had to put that in there like as an introduction to who i am um because you know every athlete knows this like it takes up most of your life so i'm currently a runner uh i've been running like i've been seriously running you know like committed to running um exactly one year ago it was like this month around last year and and with within that one year of like seriousness and commitment i did a lot for my country like i did a lot for myself actually like i accomplished quite a bit i don't know if i want to get into that like it's not that much but like within that one year like i i feel really good about it and i've really like fallen in love with the sport um yeah within that one year i was able to really improve a lot genuinely like as a as an athlete but also within my times like every runner knows this it's all about times and stuff like that but yeah my times like were crazy like i used to when i first started running i ran my 10k by myself i was like oh i, w- I just want to test myself i ran 10k in and what was it 50 minutes and then i was like dead by the end of it and i was like there's no way i'll ever be able to go under 50 like this was so fucking hard i used to think it was like impossible and i I literally didn't know anything about running i didn't know anything about the sport um didn't know anything about the times and stuff like that but now like (laughs) i ran a 43 minute 10k and it was in like really tough conditions and that was my first 10k race ever so yeah it was it was crazy because like how we improve you know but i was i was even supposed to do better you know like in the cross country i ran like under 43 it was really nice um but 
yeah, I'm not a I'm not a 10k gal, by the way. I'm I'm a mid distance gal. Um, I'd be running like 1500, 800. Yo, I don't want to get too deep into this because like I'll leave a podcast like just for running, but but yeah, I'm a. I'm also a steeplechaser. I have the under 20 national record um, <laughs> for Lebanon and the 2000 meter steeplechase, you know, stuff like that. It's really cool. It was my first ever steeplechase race ever. It's so funny. Like I was running by myself. There's like barely anyone uh, who runs the steeplechase in Lebanon. And the previous record was 8.34. No, wait, it was 8.30. Was it 8.30? No, no, it was 8.34, and, and I ran uh, 8.04, that was my first ever steeplechase race, um, and it was also hard conditions, by the way, it was, like, really windy, and I was by myself, and it was cool, you know, but I don't consider myself, like, that much of a good runner, I just, like, I'm just, like, really happy with how much I've progressed, and how much I've learned about the sport, and about myself, and how much I've grown as a person through the sport, and like how much my social skills have improved because of the sport like like I used to like literally not know how to talk to people and I used to be scared of talking to people and just like straight up didn't want to you know um I didn't know what was out there until I I got into the sport because like with running you're just basically forced to like interact with people like like there would be someone warming up alone and then my coach would be like go warm up with them you'll have fun you'll meet them Guys, I don't know if I'm confident enough to burp yet, but um, I listen to Emma Chamberlain's podcast. I'm a big fan of Emma Chamberlain, um, Anything Goes podcast, and she burps and farts and stuff, even in the videos and stuff, but she's like, I'm a Chamberlain, and I'm not, so I don't know if I'm confident enough to burp, but I don't feel like stopping it to burp, so I might just do it, but yeah, so obviously I love running, Um, I'm still running now, and you know, there's a lot more to come. There's so much more to come. I mean, the people who I know in running have been in the running industry for like 30 years or so. And I'm only like one year. I'm I'm a newbie, you know. I'm talking about like the old people. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a lifelong journey, to be honest. And once you get into running, you really don't get out of it. Like no matter what happens in your life, you always want to go for a jog or something. Like running is just running like... But yeah, before running, um, I was a committed uh, soccer player. And, like I was, I was playing football for three years with the team. Actually, three plus years, and you know, I was signed to that team. It's, it's called BFA. It's in Lebanon. It's in Beirut, the city. And you know, that team was like my second family. Like I absolutely loved them. I I was in love. I was in love with soccer. Um, you know, I used to think it was my future, stuff like that, like, I was really, really, like, passionate about it, um, R.I.P. to that, because, like, ever since I joined running, um, slowly drifted away from it, and now I'm a ex-football player, soccer player, whatever, guys, don't come at me for soccer versus football, I say both, I don't give a fuck, um, but yeah, it's kind of sad, like, sometimes I miss, I miss soccer, I miss my team, I miss my friends, and, but it's just the way life goes, you know, (laughs) said that again, Uh, no, it's just like, it's just like, I can't, I I couldn't keep up with both, you know, 
you really can't at some point. I, I was for a while, but then it just gets to a point where it's hard, man. And then I was like, I was like kind of performing worse and worse and at both at the same time. So it was really bad. Um, it just didn't work together. And because we're in Lebanon, a beautiful country, um, the like the people don't like try to help you um, balance things out or support you. Like, the people in football didn't know anything about what I was doing in running, so they didn't really care. They don't even know about it. The people in running, vice versa, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it wasn't like I had someone, like, taking care of my schedule and, and how I was going to balance both and stuff like that. And But I got to a point where I felt like I was forcing myself to go to football just for my team and stuff, and I wasn't doing it for myself anymore. So I knew it was time to stop because, like, I was even performing worse in football um I was getting so many injuries in my legs because of football and running and just it wasn't working out so yeah I just like I did it for myself I still I still do it as a hobby I still do football as a hobby like I, I'll play sometimes but like yeah just like not not gonna be serious anymore and it's crazy like sometimes I think about it it's crazy how like paths change because um a couple of years ago I literally used to think this was my life like I used to imagine myself in the future like you know, doing crazy things in football, but here I am now, I never knew this would be my route, but um, it's crazy how things happen, like, I joined running just literally for um, improving my fitness, I just wanted to, like, go on runs and stuff, and in Lebanon, it's not easy to run, it's not easy to, like, just go down to the park and run, um, run for fun or whatever, like, you have to know some people to be able to, to go, to go, get into the track, um, yeah, it's a process, and there are no parks, if, in case you're wondering, and if I want to run on the streets, that's super unsafe, so, so yeah, I uh, joined the running team, it's, it's um, the leading team in the country, it's a, it's the best, guys, it's so good, I love it, I love every single person there, it's, um, it's a great team, and they've treated me so well, so I'm very grateful for that, that took such a long, um, I don't know. I didn't want to get too deep into it, but here I am. To be honest, that's probably the briefest I can go. There's so much that goes into being an athlete. Like, there's so much. And I'll be getting more into stuff about uh, being a runner later and like, later episode. But for now, this episode, I just want to mainly talk about, like, what got me into, like, wanting to start a podcast and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I want to tell you guys my, <laughs> you guys, not even a single person listening to this, but I want to talk about my inspirations, like my podcast inspirations and, and kind of like what I listen to. But it's kind of funny because like I don't listen to many podcasts um, like like i don't know like religiously like except for one which i'll which i'll say later but um the thing is about like i know i know of these podcasts but it doesn't mean that i'd be listening to every single episode you know what i mean but i i've watched like a whole episode and then that kind of like teaches me a lot and then just take that from like many different uh people like one episode from here one episode from here one episode from here it all kind of like shapes um a whole 
pack of inspiration and and like each episode is like a whole journey it's a it's kind of like um each episode tells a different story so it's like you know i kind of like um get inspiration from that it's like i watch a certain episode and then i like it a lot so i watch another but i but like i won't stay like um waiting for each episode to come out and watching that on its own it's just like it's just like now that i know of them i subscribe to them i i support them because i know that they're a good podcast and then it's like if i feel like watching it one day i'll watch or listen to and it just kind of like yeah i learn i try to learn as much as i can i'm so in love with like with the way people like approach certain things with the way people talk how they like how with storytelling in general you know um how they keep you hooked um just stuff like that and even like if someone has their own podcast and they and they have guests over i'm so in love with like how they um interview them and ask them certain questions and how they listen you know and i've learned so much from every single uh, every single episode of a podcast that i've watched i've learned so much and it's all like it's all added up to to like this extreme level of inspiration that i've gotten that just i just want to start something you know so um one of my favorite if not my favorite podcast at the moment and for the past couple of months um i'm gonna i'm gonna just say it you know fucking impulsive (laughs) okay i'm not fucking impulsive (laughs) but impulsive bro it's the number one podcast in the world are you kidding me they're so good. Come on. I don't even care what you're telling me right now. And if you only know about Logan Paul from like from like before, bro, I advise you to start listening to that podcast because it's like it will change all your views on him. He's a changed man, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but it's like I never used to watch it before. I didn't care about him at all. And I used to just have this idea of Logan Paul that, you know, he's a douchebag, he's an idiot. He's a fucked up, like, white privileged uh, bitch. But, <laughs> and I just, and I didn't even, like, know anything of him. And it was, um, <laughs> it's so funny because, like, I'm a Sidemen fan and I'm a KSI fan. And my hate towards Logan Pauls just started because, like, I was a big fan of KSI. So, like, so, like, I was supposed to hate him. It was, like, a part of the pack, you know, a part of the pack. I don't know. But, yeah, I hated him because I was supposed to hate him. I didn't even know anything of him. But it's so funny, like, looking back, it's so funny, because I never thought that I'd be a fan of this guy. Um, but I am now, and I'm a huge fan of the George Janko and the Mike Malak, and you know what? I just love them. I don't know, guys. I don't know what to say about this. They're just, they, ha- I don't even know how to say this, but I think they're the only podcast that I watch religiously. I do watch it religiously. Like I wait for every single episode. Like I be watching the episode as soon as it comes out. Like okay, maybe not as soon as it comes out, but like forty three minutes after it comes out. <laughs> and I I am able to like like sit through the whole episode, you know, in one sitting and watch it all. Um, guys, I just burped. Yay! Anyway. So, yeah, by the way, I usually can't, like, watch, like, two hours of something or one hour of something in one sitting. But with, with Impulsive, I can. And I'm happy to. And it's actually a problem because sometimes, like, because of the time difference, it would be, like, 2 a.m. here. 
and I'll be supposed to be sleeping, but then I'll watch it, and then I'll keep, like, I'll watch the whole thing, and then it's, like, 4 a.m., and then I'm, like, fuck, you know, but I'm, I'm, like, ready to sacrifice my sleep just to watch an episode, you know, especially if it's, like, I really enjoy it, like, literally nothing is stopping me, bro, <laughs> um i've learned so much from impulsive like you don't even know i love their connection the three of them i love what each one adds to the to the podcast like each one of them has something that they add to it and i honestly like just love logan paul's growth and how he's evolved from like the beginning of the podcast till now and how he is now like he i don't know i've seen so much um change and the way he approaches things like um i i really like this this version of logan paul like the vulnerable um ready to open up type of type of version and um i don't know i just i like see the side to him that's like (sighs) that's so inspiring i mean i don't know what other word to use in this uh in this description but it's like even now how much how hard he's working like i think about that sometimes like how much he's uh he's doing but also he still comes back to this podcast and i feel like this podcast is something for them where they just kind of like take a step back and they slow down and they just sit together and talk and that's so beautiful because it's like no matter what's going on in each one of their lives they always come back to this podcast and they give us such an amazing performance and like they have no idea how many how many lives they're changing um you know not to mention each one of them have their own thing going on where they're also inspiring so much so like put them together and it's just fucking amazing and their whole team is so amazing like like sometimes in podcasts they'll they bring them in or like let them be a part of it or something like that guy david david the german and also the their photographer um kevin i love that guy are you kidding me i follow him on instagram like he's so cool um and also what's his name i swear you guys i didn't forget his name but sometimes oh jeff yeah jeff not jeff Wittick, the other jeff their own jeff um (laughs) the guy with the curly hair (laughs) um he's so nice and stuff sorry i like don't know vocabulary so i don't know how to like describe these people but but there's also jeff fm jeff Wittek. are you kidding me i love this guy he's also now like bro i'm living my life ever since they became like a whole circle thing together jeff fm his his crew sorry i don't know why i call him jeff fm it's because it's because i watch jeff fm so i'm just gonna call him jeff fm um yeah his crew joined impulsive and and i'm just like fuck yes this is what we wanted this is what this is what the world needed (laughs) um and you know what's crazy? Like, I used to be a huge fan of Jeff Wittek, of his, like, barbershop and stuff. And I've always, like, seen something special in him. I've always loved him so much, like, his character and stuff. And his confidence and stuff. And stuff. And so I stopped watching him for a while. But then I moved to watching um, Logan Paul and stuff. And then now they've combined. And I just find that crazy, like, how how things happen you know i'm so happy about that honestly and i'm really happy that like now they share like a mutual audience like i just find that amazing um in their live show the the impulsive live show their first ever live show 
there was like they would film people from the audience and they were there was this one guy wearing the the jeff's barbershop shirt and i was so happy i was like this is what we need literally <laughs> they're just such a, a great combo i don't even know man I love Mike Malak, bro. He makes me laugh so much. And so does George Janko. Like, George... George is just, like, this... I don't know. He he times things so perfectly. Um, like, every time I watch one of their episodes, like, every single word or something that comes out of George is just hilarious or, like, just... It's so, like, perfectly timed. This guy is a fucking genius. I'm telling you, he's smarter than all of you. He knows what he's doing. He's so confident. Like, his confidence is, like... Is, like, so attractive, honestly. <laughs> no, like... Like, I aspire to have confidence like that. Like, he knows himself. He knows what he wants. He He's just super cool, you know? And I learn a lot from him. And I watch his vlogs. And they're really super fun. And I just say, yeah, I just love this guy. And Mike, I'm so fucking sorry, bro. But I haven't read your book. And I once DM'd you. Um, I said, I want to read your book. But I don't have the money to buy it. <laughs> I'm so broke. It's kind of funny. No, nah, I'm joking. I can buy your book. I, and I will. You know, it's just that like, yeah. I'm currently reading a book right now. So it's like, I'm. I have the type of um, idea that like, you need to finish the book you're reading to get a new book. Because the thing is that I don't read much. I'm, I have depression, like genuinely. So it gets in the way of me being able to read sometimes. I get just really distracted so easily. So reading is hard for me. So I take so long. I haven't finished a book in so long. And now I'm I'm getting into this new book. It's called True Dog. Haha, <laughs> I've been reading it for the past year or so. And I'm really enjoying it right now. And my dad is like, my dad is like, don't buy a new book until you finish what you're reading. And I guess he's right, because like, well, maybe he isn't. All the people who are like obsessed with reading are like, yeah, you have to read like a couple of books at the same time. That's how you'll enjoy it. Because I've seen people who are able to read a couple of books at the same time and they still like are able to finish these books. But I ain't that type of person. So, yeah, I genuinely, genuinely want to buy uh, Mike Malak's book. I'm really excited for that. I hear a lot about it, and I know it's good. I know, I know it's good. I mean, the guy, the guy is just so wise. He knows so much, and yeah, I just love the way he talks, and I learn so much from him, you know, and imagine if I just read his book. Like, I really, I know that I would really enjoy it, so, um, yeah, I'm definitely, it's, it's definitely, like, on my list, so, yeah. And with Logan, I mean, yeah, Logan is just Logan. The guy is really cool and chill and inspiring. He's doing so much right now. And I can't believe that him and KSI collided. Like, I'm still processing that. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you guys about my inspiration podcast, but, like, the running ones. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, i'm gonna get straight to it guys convo is over cold brew i love that podcast so much and it's probably like my second or third most listened to podcast out of all the podcasts that i that i listen to so yeah convo is over cold brew great great podcast 
I love Emma Abrahamson. I'm a big fan of her YouTube, her Instagram, her um, One Crazed Foodie. Um, I learn a lot from her. Like, I love, 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 love her so much. I don't really know what to say. Like, yeah, I just love her. I love her interviews with, like, these great runners. Um, <laughs> my energy just, like, went up when I started talking about her. Like, I remember, like, how her energy is so, so, always so high when she whenever she's, like, drinking coffee and she, she talks about that. And I'm like, now, like, just, yeah, impersonating her. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Emma Abrahamson. I don't know what to say. Like, she's just... She's, like, really cool. She She's also so inspiring because of how she's, like, so open about um, her past uh, with the running, with, like, her relationship with food and her body image and, and how that has, like, evolved and improved right now and, like, how her approach towards it has changed. And, yeah, I just think that her talking about that and being open about it is super, super inspiring. And... Not only that, but, like, her podcast is, like, really good. Genuinely really good. Like, she's also one of the people, like, one of the, the podcasts that I can sit and listen to in one sitting. Um, and I really enjoy it. Like, her podcasts are the type that you can, like, be working or doing things in your home. Like, cleaning up your room or something like that. And, put, and like, listening to her podcast. And I, and I love the way, like, how she listens and asks questions, like... Yeah, I just, I learn a lot from her. Another running one is um, Coffee Club. <laughs> I love them, guys. They're so good. Sorry. Bro, I don't know why sometimes I just become cringy. But yeah, I love, I love Coffee Club. Yeah, that's all I can say. But that was cringe. I'm sorry. <laughs> and also, like, the fact that coffee is mentioned in both of these podcasts, and they're the two of my favorite podcasts, and I love coffee. Like, that's such a something. Back to the no vocabulary. <laughs> I should really work on my vocab- vocabulary. vocabulary. But yeah, Coffee Club is so good. They're new, but... I mean, not that new, but like... I think they're at like, what, like, 100-something podcasts now. <sighs> Sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Yeah, I love the three of them. Like, they also, each one adds something to it. And and uh, they're really funny people. I love their connection and I love how close they are. And, <laughs> like, they're great runners. So, like, it's really nice to see, like, they're... It's really nice to see them, like, just sit down and have a chat. It's really nice. Because, um, you know, like, these people are super, super, like, great runners and, like, inspiring and so once you listen to their podcasts you feel like you're starting to get to know them or become friends with them and that's really nice to like to have the chance to to be able to feel like you're friends with them you know um moving on what else do i listen to oh yeah anything goes so emma chamberlain's podcast i used to listen to that like religiously um I've been kind of lacking because I'm so focused on Impulsive right now. But it's one of the greatest podcasts ever. I'm not even kidding. It's so good, especially like as a solo podcaster. Um, guys, by the way, I'm a big Emma Chamberlain fan. I've been watching her from the start. Like, 
Okay, I don't want to say from the start, but I've been watching her since she had 100k. And <laughs> yeah, I was here from the from the old days, you know. And I've always loved her so much. She's helped me so much with my mental health and like with my life in general. And I love how real she is. I love how she, how she talk like I just love everything she talks about in her podcast. It's and her and like her approach and the way she talks and all of that. It's really it's really nice how how confident she is and like how she doesn't give a fuck like i just i I don't know i learned from that a lot um (laughs) call her daddy (laughs) that podcast i love it okay i oh fuck fuck i just really hurt my leg right now (laughs) fuck guys fuck um sorry that was not meant to be in the podcast i'm joking i'm not supposed to be sorry but i just hit my leg by accident it was super dumb anyway what else do we have here oh yeah so there's the like mini mentor podcast what's good mini mentor and randolph and i don't watch it like at all but i've watched a couple of clips from here and there but i never watched the whole episode but they definitely like give give me inspiration as well. I, I I don't know, some things are just not for me, you know. Um like I'll watch Mini Minter's videos a lot, but um I've never really um been interested in like watching a whole of his podcast episode. Actually I think I've watched one whole episode, but yeah, I really like like what they're doing. I learn a lot from their setup and stuff like that. And um yeah, like, I can't say much because I don't watch them that much, but I'm, I definitely take inspiration from them. I like their friendship a lot, him and Randolph. Um, what else? The Fellas. So that's the one where th- with, um, sorry, uh, Cal Frizi and Chip. <laughs> I'm a big fan of their YouTube, so that's why I put their podcast in there. I've I've watched the fellas more than what's good podcast. I've watched um a couple of clips here and there, but I've also like I I used to watch them a lot, so I used to like sit through episodes and stuff. But I now but now I don't. But yeah, also get a lot of inspiration from there. Wait, what's that? Oh. There's one called Raw Talk with Martin Bradley, and I love that one. I've I'm a recent fan, and I recently started watching his videos, his podcasts, and like they're super long, but they're really good. Um, I've watched the one with Jeff, of course, and I've watched the one with uh, Mike Malak and George Janko. So I I guess like I guess they've added to the to the inspiration box um yeah i really like uh i really like his style you know and he's a he's a great like i don't know fitness guy so a lot to learn from there all these just like have added up and helped like immensely with my mental health oh there's also h3 (laughs) that's a really good one there's also this podcast called serde it's a lebanese podcast um I I love it. It's uh, Medea and Munir, right? Wait, am I getting that right? Because I I forget a lot. My memory is sometimes 
trash. Is that right? Munir Jabir? Muin? Is it Muin? Or wait, fuck. Sard. I'm researching right now. Ugh, I'm in the village house, so the signal is so bad. Oh, it's Muin. Oh, Muin. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Oh. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I was close, you know, but <laughs> that's sad because, like, I put them as one of my inspirations. But yeah, Medea and Moin, I love them. Um, they're my, like they're one of my favorite um podcasts. And y'all, I don't even speak Arabic. I'm joking. I speak Arabic, but I'm so bad at it. I'm so bad at like reading and understanding Arabic. So their podcast has helped me a lot with my Arabic. And I'm so proud of them because there's like nothing like as good as or as real as their podcast in all of Lebanon. They're so good. And I genuinely like enjoy them. And I love their setup. I love their talks. They have really important talks there. And my favorite one, I have to say... Is the Sardi podcast with Omar Ashugre. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. But whoever is listening to this, you have to go watch that episode. It's it's uh, it's something crazy. It's it's so it's such a good podcast. It's I don't know I don't know guys I I I can't like describe the emotions that I went through watching this podcast I I cried a lot in it and I learned so much and I don't know it was it was a big eye-opener I I had no idea about about um like the situation about what he was talking about you guys you you should just go and watch it you'll understand but yeah I had no education on that topic and I learned a lot from it so I'm really really thankful that they did the episode with him and that I, I was able to watch it so I remember it was one of those uh, moments where I just had to sit through the whole thing and it was like already like midnight. And I uh, <laughs> I remember um, I, I opened it on my tab and then I went for a bit and then I came back. I wanted to close the tab so that I go and s- to sleep or I wanted to like shut down my laptop or something like that. And then I was like, fine, I'll just watch a little bit. Like I'll just watch like five minutes to know what this is about. Like I was tempted, you know, it had so many views and stuff. And I watched... And as soon as I started watching, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And I watched the whole thing, literally. And I, I could not take my eyes off of it for, for a single second. I watched it all with no pauses, with nothing. Um, yeah, it's a great, great episode. So ever since that episode, I've watched a lot of uh, other episodes for them. And yeah, they're really good. I'm really proud of them. And I I aspire to take something from them and be be somewhat like them. Um the two of them have a great, great friendship. You know, we need we need stuff like that in Lebanon, really do. What else? Um, yo, podcasting is not easy. Like, I've been getting tired of talking, no joke. <laughs> like, even though I know that I can, <laughs> I can say a lot and talk a lot, but I don't know. Just like talking is like, it's tiring, yo. Um, and especially solo, because you're not taking a break. <laughs> um, sometimes when I'm talking with my friends, like, we talk for a long time, but, you know, it's like, I'll be quiet for, and I'll listen and then vice versa. So you'll be taking breaks, but when it's just you, it's like, yo. <laughs> but I think I can just pause it and take a break and then come back. 
um that's what i'm gonna do so that was like a one minute break i just don't want to like lose the rhythm that i have going on here um and there's just i think there's like one more segment that i want to get into or maybe like maybe like two segments yeah like two segments but they're very similar so we'll just say it's one segment um i want to talk about my passion right now i want to get into that um so what's been stopping me from wanting to start a podcast and wanting to like join this like content creator world y'all i've had this passion for content creating since so long ago probably like a couple of years and so it's kind of crazy like I i started watching youtube when i was like 10 or 11 and the first youtubers i used to watch were all like the sidemen uh road to shaw was actually the first the very first youtuber i started watching and i just like i just <laughs> i was obsessed you know i fell in love right away with youtube um and i've been just watching youtube ever since i'm i'm in that world for sure you know and um and I just, uh, I don't know at what age exactly I started feeling like I want to be a YouTuber, but I think I've always wanted to. I think it's uh, such a cool idea, um, such a cool thing. And I don't know, it's turned from just an idea, you know, just a thought to I actually want to be a YouTuber. Like, no joke, I, I want to research how do be, how do people do this. But what has been stopping me? you know, for all these years, why, why am I not doing anything about it, um, there's a lot, you know, this is not an easy thing, and, uh, I think the main thing is just fear of taking the first leap, but there's a lot that goes into that, so, of course, like, I, I wanna, I wanna start with saying the very first thing, what I thought was stopping me at the time was I thought that my phone was the problem. Um, I had this old iPhone 7 broken everywhere. Like, screen is broken. All scratches from the back. The camera was broken from in, from the front and from the back. It was, like, cracked. And, the yeah, the storage was fill, filled up. So, I, I had no apps except for what I used. So, except for, like, WhatsApp and uh, Instagram. And, you know, the other stuff that you can delete. And I I couldn't, I didn't have any videos, so I couldn't, you know, it was just that type of phone, right? And I used to think, like, that was the problem, because I was, like, I, I would hear people say that they start YouTube with their phone, because, like, they don't have a camera yet, right? Um, I was, like, yeah, so I should start with my phone, but my phone is fucked up, so what am I going to do? So I just put it off, and I, I used to think that that was a pro- the problem. Um, but I realized, like, the problem isn't something materialistic you know it's definitely something internal because and i think i realized that a while after i changed my phone and so yeah so i changed my phone and then i got to a point where i was like well maybe i don't even want to be a youtuber maybe i Maybe it was just a stupid idea, you know? Then it, that then my relationship towards being a YouTuber became like that, like... Um, well, maybe it was just a dumb, stupid idea. Maybe I was just, like, getting excited over nothing. 
So, you know when something keeps coming back to you or calling out for you? So that's what I felt like. I felt like this was meant for me. It it kept calling back to me. kept um coming back to me, this ideal, you know. But I had so many struggles. But I, I just want to talk about, like, in my head, I... Every single day, I visualized a YouTube video in my head. I made it up. I, I I just saw it in my head. And I just don't know. I still don't know, you know. Um, <laughs> guys, sorry. I don't know how to talk sometimes. But yeah, I just still don't know how to make it into life. But, you know, now I'm I'm taking the steps to to bring it into life and to do something about it. Um, I'm ready to exercise that muscle in my brain of creativity and I'm uh, I'm learning a lot and I'm trying to take as much inspiration as I can from the platforms that we we so have the ability to see so yeah I'm, I'm uh, watching a lot of videos and stuff and guides and learning a lot about it now um, I, I wanna I wanna get the skills um, and I think that starting a podcast was important as a first step because I I want to learn to become more comfortable and more confident with the way I talk and with my voice. I want to I want to know how to like entertain um, on my own. I want to know how to talk and like improve the way I talk. And um, and I think that because like um, I have so many ideas in my head, this will help me like put it out there and it just it's a great like stress reliever reliever I don't know if that's the right word but um sorry I keep saying um but it's just like I'm thinking as I'm talking <sighs> starting a podcast was an important step like I think it brings a lot of confidence on its own because like you know that you're doing something you're working on something and it's not as easy as it sounds I uh I tried to do a first draft podcast the first time and it was just horrible like I wasn't being myself at all I was being way too serious and I didn't know what to say I realized you have to really plan this shit like plan every single thing that you're going to talk about like write notes in case you forget about stuff cuz this is this is really like a combination of you just just like organizing your thoughts and like and having the purpose and message behind it so um it's a it's a whole process and it's not easy so what has been stopping me also just uh mainly like i think that's with every person who wants to take a first leap the fear of being judged um that's been stopping me for sure um i'm it's not until now that i started working on not giving a fuck about people and just doing what's good for me so by the way, do people like walk? Like, do people walk on their solo podcast? Because I feel like that makes it a lot better. I get tired from sitting, not gonna lie. But yeah, fear of being judged. I live in a country where people judge a lot and so easily. And in Lebanon, like, people just aren't very open minded to new ideas and new things. And um, we have this culture that, like, um sorry i'm i'm like <laughs> i'm like tired from talking sorry but yeah we have this culture that's like 
um, do school, pass school, um, and you're only impressive if you do something in the majors of like being a doctor or an engineer or something like scientist or I don't know what majors are, but yeah, you're only impressive if you do that stuff. Um, and it's just a cultural, cultural type of traditional thing. And people like don't give a fuck about the artistic segment of life or the creator, content creator, or which is trash, which is fucking dumb and stupid. And I know that. Um, not saying everyone, by the way, but it's just a. I just wanted to put this in there so that you have an idea of what it's like living in Lebanon, you know. And people who think this way are actually the problem behind the problems in this country. Um, every single one of those people is is um, an addition of the issues in this country. So it's a dumb way of thinking for sure. And it's very like backward thinking. But yeah, but my point is that people judge a lot. And like, I guess me having this idea of I want to start a YouTube is like, um, well, what's the point if like nobody gives a shit? You know, what's the point if people are gonna um, question it and, you know, like ask me about it and judge me for it? Like, what's the point? And I used to have this I kind of like idea and that kind of like stopped me from doing anything about it and um i just put it off you know um but obviously i shouldn't let this type of thing get in the way um and i'm only i'm only learning about that now i'm only learning now about how to how to like not give a fuck about people like i don't care i'm gonna do this for me and going you know switching from a certain mentality to another is really hard but if you truly believe in what you're doing and if if you know that you know you want to do this and you can get better at this and and um then go for it practice it uh, learn every single thing you need to learn about it and and take as much inspiration as you can and only surround yourself with things or people that are uh that help your growth so yeah i've been doing that and so everyone who tries to bring me down or whatever or at least that type of mentality i don't i don't um dig in deep into that i don't get close to those people i don't i don't share with them too much because i know that they are so much lower than me and i don't need to shrink myself or my growth for them to please them um i'm a people pleaser so it's very hard to have this way of thinking and this mentality it's very hard you know but you have to like fight every single like Every single time, you know, you're doing something that's uh, that's not helping you or it's bringing you down, you need to, like, fight it in your head. You need to tell yourself. You need to remind yourself. You need to stay in control. Self in- self-control is one of the most important things in life. So I'm practicing that every single day. I've been... Okay, let's get into the third thing that's been stopping me and which is also related to what I'm talking about right now. But I think the biggest thing that's been stopping me is my depression and that depression basically put me in a rut for a very long time it's actually put me in ruts so i've been like coming in and out of ruts and if y'all don't know what that means it's just basically like you get into a part or a point in your life where you just feel like you're in a deep dark hole 
you're down, you're not really doing anything in your life, um, sitting around all day and just like letting letting all the dark thoughts uh, bring you down, I guess. It's a really, really sad state that I was in. And, you know, um, I'll share with you a little secret. I was actually like, if if I want to explain the state that I was in, it was like my room was filled with, it was a whole mess, you know, it was filled with stuff. And to the point where like, I couldn't even like step, I couldn't even like step on the ground. Like there was stuff all over. So like, yeah, it was that filled, like the trash was super filled I wouldn't change it so there was basically trash in my room and it was horrible and imagine like being in that environment for like a couple of months and just like I was having like panic attacks because of it and this is me opening up right now to I don't know who but it's super hard when you're living in that state and you know you still have all these like desires but you're not doing anything about it and like when you're in that state, you don't give you don't give a fuck about yourself, right? You don't care about yourself. You don't love yourself. So it's like taking a shower feels fucking impossible. Doing what's good for you feels fucking impossible. Doing the simplest tasks feels so impossible. And when you're there alone and and you have nobody who knows what you're going through, it's like really fucking hard. Um, and actually, from the outside, I looked super fine. I. I <laughs> I used to smile a lot and laugh a lot, more than I cried probably, but I looked like I was having the time of my life. I'm joking. I didn't look like I was having the time of my life, but I looked fine from the outside. I had many friends, quote-unquote friends, but I didn't have anyone that close. So I even, like, you know how you know how I have, like, two best friends? I kind of pushed them away in that time, and... I just, like, surrounded myself with people who were just constantly, like, bringing me down and not making me feel good about myself. So that was happening for a while. I was even, like, considering hurting myself and stuff like that, but I didn't really know how to. But, yeah, I just, uh, I went into this deep, dark hole. And um, I think every time I go into one of these ruts, I always know deep down in my heart that I'm going to get out of it. You know, I just, I, I... In that time, I kind of, like, given up. But deep down, I know that, like, eventually, you know, this isn't my life. So, and I always kind of blamed it on other things. Like, oh, it's the country I live in. Oh, it's the environment that I live in. Oh, it's the people that I live with. Oh, it's because this and this and that. But essentially, it comes back to you. Like, everything comes back to you. Everything is in your control. So... I had to like realize that and I had to start changing the way I view things and um, I think that you guys should watch uh, better ideas on YouTube because <laughs> that guy is a fucking genius the way that he describes being in a rut is it cannot go- get more accurate like it is so accurate so if you want to know what it feels like just watch one of his videos like he explains it better than anyone um and I think that his videos have helped me so much. So I'm really grateful for that. But I want to say something that he says. He says that, like, there's no certain certain quote or thing that just, like, wakes you up and, like, makes you want to ch- change your life, right? I mean, maybe there is, but, you know, we're not 
gonna just like see one of those quotes very easily and decide oh because of this quote my whole life is gonna change like it doesn't work like that um it's kind of like you get to a point i mean at least for me i think each person has a different like relationship with this thing and a different like um view towards it or relationship towards it but for me I think it was just like I get to a point where it's such a ongoing cycle and it's been going on for way too long and it's been getting worse and worse and I get to a point where I'm like I can't keep living like this like I get to the what's it called rock bottom yeah sorry I forget words sometimes but I just get to that point um where I'm just treating myself horribly, I'm treating the people around me not good. I'm just in that state, in the lowest of states. So I just I just leave my phone for a second because, you know, at that point, you know, you're, you're addicted to your phone. You're just on the screen the whole time. It's basically your life. But, what, I mean, for me, it got to a point where it was, like, ruining my physical health so my eyes were burning me i couldn't sleep because my eyes were constantly watering my neck was hurting me my 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 hands were starting to feel numb um from holding my phone it's crazy you know phone addiction is actually crazy and i don't know it's horrible actually it's so horrible so i need to i needed to put my phone down as a first step and and i think you definitely like as I was watching a lot of YouTube and stuff, I definitely get inspiration from there to to better my life. So I, so you can either choose to compare your life to them and cry about it, or you can choose to like take inspiration from it and and um, help you become better. Let it help you become better. Um, so I don't know. It just got to a point where I had to like put my phone down and realize. I want change, like, I don't want this to be my life, and it always, always starts with the smallest goals, and this is something that I want to get into, I love journaling, so having a journal by my side always is really helpful, even though when you're in a rut, you don't really care about journaling or anything like that, so I wouldn't journal when I'm in a rut, but my journal would be next to me, so I just... I I took it and I started writing my tasks. I would write my goals for the next day and they would be like the smallest tasks. But when you're in a rut, that's what you need. You need the smallest, simplest tasks. So for me, it was always a first step of just tidying up my room and cleaning it and everything because you need to change the environment. That's the first step. And then it was like, you know, something that has to do with taking care of myself. So that was either like showering, um, doing my skincare, um, brushing my hair, all these things that I never thought of even doing unless, like, someone told me to or whatever. And sometimes it would be, like, go for a walk or um, something like that, you know? So that's how I would get out of my rut. But I would always somehow get back into it, right? And it was just a cycle of, like, being out of a rut is a lot of work, right? That's the, you know, that's, the truth of it so for me um I got to a point where uh, that I'm in now where I'm like I want to get out of the rut and stay out of the rut and I want to focus each day on on like fighting my bad habits and just like working on bettering myself and that route has honestly been 
so far really good. And I think that having this mentality, this strong mentality that every day you want to just like be good to yourself, it's uh, it's so much better. And you need to know this. It's so much better on the other side. Um, I've heard these words from Mike Malak himself. And he talks about it, about drug addiction. But I think that being in a rut is some sort of addiction. You're addicted to your phone. You're addicted to um, just doing the easy things, to, like taking the easy way out. And every time you decide to take the easy way out, it's, effect, it's affecting you horribly in the long term. So I had to realize that, you know, taking the easy way out is not an option anymore, like... It's a lot of work to to be happy in life. It's a lot of work. I'm not I'm not joking. It's a lot of work and it's hard. It's not easy, but it's so fucking worth it. Especially when you compare it to the other side, the the rut. <laughs> it's um uh, it's so much better on the other side. Like just my approach to life becomes so much better. Like how much more gratitude I have for my life that's crazy like I never used to be thankful for these little things but I mean I'm just learning now to be more present you probably hear those things and you'll you'll think to yourself this is super fucking cheesy like what the fuck is she saying but like it's just it's true being present just helps your mental health because you just start to enjoy life again and I think that's my ultimate goal like get excited about life again be able to wake up uh, feeling, you know, like you actually want to get on with this day. Like you want to feel excited to wake up again. Um, so for me, working on myself for this while, it, it's been all about every single day, you know, on its own. And and how have I been like able to... Like what, what did I change about being out of a rut that has helped me stay out of the rut? So I wanna I wanna talk about that. Um, okay, I took a small break there, but I think the most thing that has helped me staying out of my rut. The one thing that I just try to focus on each day. It's just the idea of putting myself first in every situation. So why is that so important? Um, when, when I'm not treating myself good, when I'm feeling horrible mentally, it's always like um, in that point, I never, never even thought of myself in any situation. So I was always doing things for other people or for the long term, um, for something in particular. It was never for me. Like I'm genuinely serious. I, I kind of like look back sometimes and I'm like, well, like, why did I do this and this and that? And it's always, always, somewhat, somewhat in some way for other people. And so I realized how much, like, the little things that I did for myself affected me um, in the long term. It was actually, like, so crazy. Like, I never thought that it was that important, right? So... But it started with the littlest, with the tiniest things that I had to do to make me realize this. So, yeah, 
I realized like how many things that I used to think I wanted to do, but I actually don't want to do. Like, y'all, if you're hearing this, you're probably like, this is dumb, right? But genuinely, there are so many things, like little things that I, I would initially say yes to or whatever. Um, learning to say no, like that changes your whole life. Like it changes the, the path that your day takes. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So I don't know if I want to give an example, but it, it sounds kind of dumb, but I think like, it's just learning to say no to to things like that you wouldn't normally say no to or, or if like you're in an uncomfortable situation or yeah. So you just like, tell the person straight up you know confront people about how they're making you feel or it's about like um sometimes like I would force myself to laugh actually in so many situations I would force myself to be interested or uh to to laugh at something that I did not give a fuck about or that made me feel horrible but I forced myself to 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 like fake uh being interested in it so it's just moments like these where you where you feel like you have the strength and you have the courage to to like show that you don't care to someone to someone if they're saying something that's making you feel uncomfortable or yeah just like I became way less tired that way like when I started focusing on um putting myself first I just realized like I don't owe anything to others it's um it's just all about me now like I have to work on healing myself I have to work on recovering I have to work on bettering my mental health and taking that path. You know, I was still writing my goals each day. I still do. I think that planning and visualizing is one of the greatest aspects of life. I'm not even kidding. Like planning your day or just at least having a vision of what your day is going to look like. Having a morning routine. You might hear this a lot. I didn't know the importance of having a morning routine, but having a morning routine helps you like, like stay focused or keep doing something in the morning and it's just how your day starts so it all it all has to do with how how like what you decide the first thing that you do as soon as you wake up is that like affects the rest of your day it's, it affects the mood and everything so um i used to think that i had a morning routine because i i, I would go running um every morning at like 6 a.m but it turns out that i didn't because i would just come back home and i would just go on my phone all day and and be depressed about it you know um being out of the rut and having this mentality of like caring about myself and putting myself first and all those things um has helped me like enjoy running again cuz i got to a point where you know it was it was a stressful thing and i'm going to dive deeper into that in another episode but but yeah it, it was a uh, i wasn't enjoying things anymore you know what i mean so Working on recovery just made me like excited about life again, and and I had to realize that I have so much potential in this life that I don't want it to go to waste. I want to, I want to make some type of change in this world, and you know that idea made me so excited. And another thing that helped me like, like want to stay out of the rut, and that's helping me right now to stay in this recovery, is having one big goal or slash dream and and like kind of like a purpose and everything that you do kind of is like 
is like dedicated to that and this goal is definitely supposed to be something for yourself so really think about something that you have always had desire for or something that you genuinely know that you will accomplish and you want to accomplish so everything that you do you're going to be working for towards that goal so for me <laughs> kind of dumb but it wasn't running it was a time it was a barrier in running that I want to cross and I put that you know in my reminders I was like I want to get there I want to get to that level and I want to take this shit serious. And so everything that I did, you know, this goal required me to have healthy and good mental health and also um, to eat well, to eat, to eat good and to like and to train well and to just enjoy um, aspects in life. So enjoying life meant that I had to do all these little things to take care of myself. And doing these things actually led me to working on my passions so everything that i had been putting off for so long has now become uh, something that i needed to do a job you know like um a purpose hence why i started this podcast so i had to buy a new journal because like when i was in a rut my journal had finished and i never cared enough to buy a new journal so i started so i bought a new journal and i started this new journey with my journal new journal <laughs> um it was a new chapter in my life and and this was a like the idea of this journal was that i want to put everything into this journal like all my thoughts all my plans or all my to-do lists all my goals all all my ideas so i had to buy it it's really big it's like how many pages it's huge guys um, it's 192 sheets so yeah so with taking this route i i realized something when i was in a rut my mornings used to be slow and now they're fast-paced so that's what i felt before I started to feel like I had no purpose in my mornings anymore. They were they weren't even mornings. I couldn't even tell if it was day or night anymore. Um, I didn't even care enough about that. But being out out of the rut helps you like become more excited about the morning, about the day. So I wanted my mornings to feel slow again. I wanted to enjoy myself, and I wanted to enjoy my mornings again. So. I have a strong passion for coffee and whenever I feel healthy mentally I actually it's it's kind of funny but I I I make coffee right but when I'm not healthy mentally and when I'm going through it I don't even have the patience enough to make coffee in the morning um and I'm talking about like like brewing coffee right so I'm talking about like using a mocha pot which is something that I love and I have or like or like using the french press or something like that and for me making coffee is an art so it's one of my passions actually and and like i have (laughs) i have a dream like in in the long term to make to have a coffee shop but for now it's just like i i just want to explain to you guys like i love coffee so much but when i was in a rut and when i was unhealthy i couldn't even have i couldn't even have the patience to make coffee right so i would only do like instant coffee (laughs) which i hated so it's like do the things that excite you so for me that was like waking up and the first thing that i made was like coffee and that genuinely gets like brings so much excitement to my life so i would sleep and then i'm excited for the next morning to make coffee right so and i started taking pictures of that and then it was like 
I would go on walks. I go on walks now and I enjoy them so much. And it's like I get excited about going on walks because I got into photography. And so my walks were dedicated towards like um, I want to take photos for my photography skills. And not only that, I made a photography account and that helped me so much. Like I'm telling you guys, working on your passions is like another level of... <laughs> of improvement self-improvement so me making a co- uh, a photography account that helped me immensely because it showed me like you know I have something I have a skill and I want to work on it and the thing about art that nobody tells you or maybe people do tell you but there are no rules like n- nobody's coming in your way except for you like if you want if you want to work on something in art or in in like creating something like, don't tell yourself, oh, I'm not good enough for it. Bro, like, you will get good enough. Like, how, like, how will you even get good? You got to start somewhere, right? Um, There's this quote, it's like, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So, <laughs> that was kind of aggressive. But you got to start somewhere. Like, even if people are going to, like, laugh at you or whatever. Who gives a fuck? Just, like, do it for you. Do it for you. So I started this photography account and that helped me get excited to go on walks. And going on walks, I genuinely enjoyed them because I was taking photos for my photography account. And I I, I made that a part of like my craft, you know, quote unquote craft. I needed something to work on on the side. I needed a side hustle. And that was photography. That was working on YouTube skills. I researched about YouTube. I researched about like what you need um for youtube and stuff like that i don't know it's just like i had to put myself in this situation that i was now finally taking the step to seriously start something and and that just like kind of like changes your life you know um another thing is i started writing again so i love writing i'm a writer i've always loved writing and when i was in the seventh grade um my teacher told me by the end of the year that we're gonna see my name on books one day she said something like that and that's just proof that I'm a good writer (laughs) so that I don't explain to you guys how much of a good writer I am (laughs) guys I'm joking this is all a joke no but the teacher actually did say that and she's actually one of my favorite teachers ever and I'll never forget her or what she said and um writing is like another one of my passions and something that I use as a form of self-expression so for me I had to like get back into writing and reading and since reading was really hard for me because of my like depression and stuff um even though I'm reading again like I'm taking it easily like just five pages a day whatever just stay consistent with it um I want to finish the book that I'm reading it's really good so yeah but also uh something that helps when you don't feel like reading is medium it's this application I think a lot of people know it now um that um, you can connect it to your Twitter, and so everything that you're interested in goes directly into Medium. And Medium is just like a platform where people like blog and they write um, stories or whatever or whatever they want, basically. And they just, they just put it, post it, and you can read whatever you're interested in. And it's really cool. Like you can um, give them like likes and comments and stuff like that. And I get so much inspiration from this app. And so reading a lot of stuff there has helped me want to write because it's, it's kind of like a form of free writing and creative writing. And I love that. So I actually have intentions to start posting there one day. Um, I'm going to get the membership. 
I don't want to say one day as in like for in forever, but um, yeah, a lot of what I do is based off of my dad, because I know it's like a patriarchy thing, I don't know what the word is, um, but it's because it's like, I don't have money, I don't have income, so it's like, I take all my money from my dad, which is, a lot of people might think that that's like not good, but for now, I'm, I'm 18 now, I just recently turned 18, I'm still in school and stuff, so it's just like everything that I have desire for that consists of money, um, I have to like work on it with my dad, so it's like, um, he knows that I want to do medium, so I'm gonna have to like help have him pay for my membership and stuff like that. And yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a rich gal, but I'm just grateful. Um, you know, I'm grateful for everything. So yeah, writing was also a part of like journaling. So for me, journaling is you know I'm getting back to journaling. I'm getting back to writing my my uh, gratitude and manifestation and my feels, and that's just. That's uh, one of the biggest things that you need for, for bettering your mental health. Just take it from me. And there are no rules for journaling. You know, it's not like, don't put pressure on yourself. Like, oh, I got to journal every single night. I have to do it. I have to talk about how my day went. And journaling isn't about saying like, I went to this tour. I bought this thing and I came back home and my grandma was there. And I saw my grandma. I hadn't seen her in a while. And I, we ate this and this and that. It's not really about explaining your day. It's more about just writing whatever you feel like writing, you know, uh, something that's been like on your shoulders for a long time. It's about putting it out there, getting that weight off your shoulders. It's about writing whatever you feel, just your feels. So whenever I write in my to-do lists, I write journal, dot, dot, gratitude, manifestations, feels. At least least one of those, if I write those down, uh, my my journaling uh, of the day is over, you know. Um, That's what journaling is about. It's just about like it's just a way of self-expression so you gotta put your feelings somewhere out there so yeah it's a great tool and um (coughs) sorry that was a big one i'm drinking soda so that's why (laughs) that's so funny there's so many things to talk about, but I think this is long enough now. And um, yeah, I think I just like tapped on the most important things that I want to talk about. So yeah, actually, I want to talk about the last thing um, about YouTube, like something that I learned um, while putting it off for so long. I learned that you can't just like say you want a YouTube. When you actually want to have a YouTube channel, you have to just actually like sit down and think about and imagine yourself being a YouTuber. Like, okay, say like I'm a YouTuber right now. So what is my YouTube channel about? And I realized like there's so many things that I can have my channel about. So I had to think about what I genuinely want to do. So for me, it was like I I want one channel about running, right? I want to showcase the running in Lebanon and that's for sure like I for sure want to do that and I watch a lot of running YouTube so I get a lot of inspiration from there um but the other thing that I like is vlogging right so to start vlogging like I I want to do like travel vlogs I want to do um just like day in the life type vlogs and so I had to like genuinely think about it and I'm like well you know when you were vlogging, you kind of need to have this character, this style of filming. And, you know, there's always going to be like this online character that you showcase, you know. 
um, I don't want to be too serious. I don't want it to be hard. I want it to be very natural. So I had to think about what's my what's my like online personality because we we show like a very small part of us online and people are just gonna take it and see that as who you are as like that's the impression of of you to them. So for me, it's like I just want it to be very easygoing and not very like thought of, but at the same time entertaining. So I had to like think about those things and yeah, like if you're if you're looking to start. I mean, so am I, but, like, I just uh, had to, like, seriously, like, picture myself being in that position and what it's going to look like and just and just have a journal by your side and just every time you get an idea, just write it down, um, elaborate on your ideas, just use it as your craft and always have something on the side to work on and don't let people get in your way. And this is probably the most cheesy, uh, like, things that you've heard in one single episode of a podcast but who cares you know it's all truth and um yeah i'm glad that i started this podcast i don't know how to end it you know i'm in one hour and 20 minutes i didn't think that i'd be talking for this long um i don't know what's next for me but i'm just gonna focus on like keep working on on my craft and keep trying to get better and that's what it's all about and I am excited for this journey. I genuinely am excited. Um, yeah. Bye, guys. I, I don't know how to end this. I, I don't know how to do an outro. But just bye, I guess.